0: Hey all you beautiful people, thank you so much for coming to my podcast. Quick reminder, if you want to listen to the songs that I have on my podcast, and that will be on Thursdays, you will have to download the Anchor app, comma, go to anchor.fm slash Brooks, comma, or if you clicked on the shared link on any of my social media sites, whether that is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat, Click on that link and there will be an option to listen to my podcast right then and right there. You're all set if you do that and you'll be able to hear the lovely array of songs that I choose. So, you know, don't miss out, you guys. Click that link or download the app for yourself and see. Ah, It's going to be so fun. I mean, honestly, I'm irritated. Hey, y'all. We're here. It's Wednesday and this is Honestly I'm Irritated. It's me Ashley and I thank you guys for stopping by to listen to this podcast. What are we going to talk about today? Today we are going to talk about love, relationships, problems with significant others and just kind of how relationships and um The whole concept of love and the whole idea of you know being with someone and wanting to be with someone and everything like that kind of really molds people into how they are certain things that they do and i know a lot has to do with like social constructs and cultural norms that kind of push people in certain ways and history has shown that we've been you know breaking those cycles trying to be become more um independent as people and have more options for ourselves but um Definitely looking at how love and the whole concept, like I said, really affects us and really influences how people or at least the people that I have experienced and some things that I have seen in my life really have changed and migrated or been taken aback or anything because of love. So let's dive right into this. Okay, so just talking about love usually obviously when people think about love they think about well let me not speak for anybody else when i think about love i think about just the love you know the different kinds of love that you have and i'm not even going to like the agape and all those different things but just like the love you experience on a day-to-day basis so for me it's been um a love of family a love that you have for people that you are related to and you know you're obligated to in a way and how just um is supposed to be strong and something that's nurtured and something that's important. You obviously have a love of just like friends and people that you care about that's not that not quite family, but they really are just like people that you love and care about. This could be, you know, best friends, friends that become your children's godparents or your own godparents, or just church family and all these things and this type of love. And um, you know, there's a love for just like yourself and really nourishing who you are and caring about yourself and that's a form of love obviously that is really hard to fully attain because of the society we live in and just some things and problems that everybody faces and um luckily like I was saying earlier too we are having more awareness being brought upon mental health and upon looking at yourself and viewing yourself as more and um a lot of that leads into the next type of love the you know if you believe in God if you're religious that type of love and love of God and the love that God provides and God being love and so um all good things all positive things coming from God and being God represented to us in our lives and so um all these different forms of love oh yeah romantic love you know um between two people that you know really love each other and are settling down have plans to have a life together a marriage type thing or just you know relationships something like that where it's intimate and not just on a friendly level so just all these different types of loves and then just you know being cordial and just having a general sense and respect for people and nature and things like that but you you might even love nature or just love other people but Usually it's just spread out where you just are experiencing love like that and everything else is kind of just random and happens when it happens. But as that discussion just said, love is something that's evident and something that is in our lives every single day and literally the thought of love and being nurtured starts when we have a kid and get pregnant with children. And you have to take care of your body, take care of the um, fetus from with growing and developing and the baby, and it has to continue over a source of time so people can sustain life and be healthy. And, you know, it means when you're healthy and you're good, and usually that means somebody puts some love into you. And I know that has to have, like, a lot of other meanings because you can be pro- provided for on a... Um, materialistic level but you cannot be loved and nurtured how you should on a spiritual and emotional level so there's different levels to it but generally when people are at least taken care of and are looking put together quote unquote and things like that people can assume that they're being at least loved enough or cared about enough to not um you know just go without and to be nourished and be somewhat healthy but um yeah like literally from when you're a baby you need to be loved and literally the the touch um that a mother or father have with their children really you know signifies love and can be a calming and a relaxing effect and that's something that they're so close to and People and babies usually need to be held and experience human touch to just kind of begin to just make things feel normal and regular and really satisfy that need that we all kind of really desire, even if we don't get it all the time and even if we're like, I'm cool being alone. I don't even like being touched like that. Everybody does crave that interaction and that desire to be, you know, just felt and made to feel important, and made to feel loved. So yeah, it all comes back to literally feeling loved and it's crazy. And um, I've alluded to this in many different episodes and topics, and I continuously will. But I'm so excited and thankful that I've experienced love for my family, my core family, my group um, of the, I don't know why I say group, but just like my mom, sister, father, and then my grandparents, you know, close family, and just a lot of other people who truly did pour into me and just. Make sure I knew I was loved and try to, you know, put me in good programs and surround me a good around good people and things that were supposed to uplift me and, you know, keep me in church so I'm not always in different settings and I can obviously get exposed to certain things but can really begin to form a sense of self and everything outside of that. And I'm always so thankful for that and grateful, but, um, you know, it always takes work and nothing is guaranteed, clearly. <laughs> I've had my fair share of struggles with this, but... At least I had a foundation built around, you know, self love and the love of God and, you know, aiming at a better cause than um, what I was at the moment and what I am now. Trying to just, you know, be the best, do the best, and have things just circulate in a positive way. But, um, yeah, that was my support system, and I'm very proud that I had that. Just so lucky, and so, like I said, blessed for it. So, I have always experienced that type of love and um even tough love love that you don't necessarily want or like, but that really does help in the long run and you see that moments a lot a lot of time after that you know it never kind of resonates with you in the moments because usually it means you're being disciplined, usually it means you're kind of going through something or you're just not liking things, and you might be liking it, but it could just be very overwhelming and very like hard to take in and process so it's just a lot but um yeah, I just, I also had um, a nice amount of people, like I said, extended family, friends, and um, growing up, you always want to um, you know, try out romantic love, and from a young age, just having little boyfriends in elementary school that really were nothing, like y'all sat together, y'all would chill, and then y'all really would break up. You know, forming into, you know, middle school, high school relationships where you hang out more and you start to do more things, but it's really not that much. And then high school where you have a little bit more freedom, like a little bit more money, possibly maybe have a little job, a license or something, but still very limited. And then, you know, moving to college and adulthood where it goes from 0 to 100 in just the realm of real-world responsibilities, accountability for emotions and actions, and a lot of other stuff that isn't as important when you're, like, <laughs> in high school and stuff, clearly, but we're going to get into that. So, um, yeah, I definitely probably neglected the most out of the areas of love was self-love, definitely growing um, growing up, in and out, and, just, and that just goes in a lot of different ways, like, I've been confident on and off in different periods of my life and I think I have a very confident personality and spirit overall, but I definitely have a lot of times in my life where I'm just like questioning myself, doubting myself, not trying my hardest, getting caught up in what other people want from me or how other people look or trying to compare talents or trying to compare this and that and not even being jealous of people but just really comparing my level of productivity or whatever to someone else's. but Whether that's good or bad, it's, like, just I need to be content and okay with where I'm at and what I'm doing. And so I really kind of never fully got a good hold of that, but I had some moments. And I had some, like, you know, overcoming battles and everything. And I grew as a person a little bit, but it's just the whole self-love thing really is kind of just now starting to really mold how it's supposed to mold. Yeah, and it's just... Yeah, I mean, it takes growing up, but it's just that part is a part that I really neglected. And I'm going to get to talking about that specifically towards the end. But really, let's get into this romantic um, relationship type, (laughs) interactive type, love, not love, lust, situationship, random, crazy, stressful topic. (laughs) So my history of love and what I thought was love are just things that were um, moments in time or phases I pursued. Um, there's a lot. Like thinking back to even when I was just like a young kid, the things I remember and just small little things and like people I liked and stuff. But I'm not gonna you know <laughs> go back all the way down there. But no, it's just like. Um, Thinking about the the time that I actually really started having um, relationships, I had like my first real relationship when I was like, I was a kid, like probably between like nine and 12 or something like that. And I know it's like, girl, you were so young, but no, we went together for like a little over a year, you know, we just hung out, go to each other's like, you know, parties, chill a little bit sometimes, always with parents at church doing stuff. So nothing too crazy, but That was one of my first real little crushes, relationships. (laughs) You you know, it's not really real, but it was real enough to still count. And then um, after that, like, you know, obviously, like I said, liking people and stuff. But I didn't start having, like, a real boyfriend or anything until probably, like, how old was I? Maybe, like, um, well, okay, yeah, Um, probably middle school. No, not middle school, school, elementary school. And just, like, um, (laughs) that was the time I'm talking about with really just kind of, like, hanging out with people, seeing them at school, really talking to them a lot. That's really all your relationship consisted of. And talking on the phone. It was nothing that you did all the time, and it was nothing, like, legit at all. But um, they held some weight, though, and it was some really emotional stress and struggles, you know, (laughs) with all the different just petty stuff um but then you know obviously in middle school um stuff like that I had a boyfriend my I didn't have a boyfriend in middle school actually I had a boyfriend my sophomore year I believe I didn't go oh no Tevin wow yeah my freshman year I had a boyfriend my freshman year but that was like a short-lived one and I had known him for like a long time But um, after that, my sophomore year, my junior year, I didn't have one. And then my senior year, I got one. But it was just like, you know, um, those interactions taught me mainly that like um, it's hard to deal with somebody and have a relationship if you don't have good communication. And when you're just, you know, in school and some people don't have a phone, sometimes you have a phone or your agendas and your schedules don't align because you really don't have complete control over what you do they're not really gonna work out and it's just like (laughs) clearly it's not gonna work out but it's just learning that and learning to even get used to somebody else like what they um what they want what they're doing but Like I said, a relationship is so different in those times. So um, getting older definitely taught me more and more into, like, you know, sophomore to senior year. Communication is key. Communication truly is, like, what keeps something alive because you can literally not talk to somebody and be like, okay, well, I guess we're not together anymore. (laughs) I had that happen. He broke up with me, but it's just like, yeah, we hadn't talked for real. And it's just like... It was on both of us, but it was just, like, we really just can't not communicate and talk. And if we do, it's, like, what do we really have? Like, we have a connection, but you got to communicate. And you got to not only make it an effort to talk to somebody, but to say how you feel and speak up on your emotions so you guys can resolve things as they come up and not, you know, not address issues so they harbor up and grow into anger and things like that when they could be handled. And so, um, definitely my I'm not even counting though like just the interactions with people I just have been exposed to and like (laughs) dealt with a lot of different stuff Though talking outside of relationships just dealing with people and it's just like the spectrum is so wide like the experiences and how people think and The different settings, like I said, like I've had plenty of little like meet up with somebody and just I like them or we kiss or something, or I'm going out with somebody and I really have a crush on them and I really hope something like happens. And in these days, I'm talking about just the bare minimum and just being a head ass girl and geeking, but just like thinking, wanting just everything, just like oh my goodness, oh my goodness, and just always looking, trying to be cute for a boy, trying to be attractive and make sure, like, um, i'm just looking okay or just i don't know just being too aware of myself and you know that ble- that bleeds into a lot of things it was just being overly aware of how i look and what i'm doing for the cause of just like a guy or trying to be cute and it's funny too because growing up dudes really don't even be thinking about girls as much like <laughs> girls be doing so much sometimes <laughs> just with everything i can't do this on, right, let me see for myself like i said just like I didn't always want to like not, you know, sweat too much or do anything like that because I really did get relaxers and I didn't want my hair to get poofed up, but it's just I don't want to do that and then I'll be cute and be looking weird and what if they look at me, like it's a cycle of things, like you don't do something, mainly not maybe because that's the sole reason, but because it has something to do with how you're going to be perceived and how people are going to see you, if people are going to find you attractive and so many things are like kind of crazily instilled in people um at a young age and just like I didn't like my natural hair I didn't like getting dark and that's just a social thing of kind of I didn't say I hated myself or like hated my darkness but just wanting to be lighter wanting to have straighter hair and not have things like that and it's just like that's like a self-hate type of mentality and just um looking for validation in men or anybody else and not liking what I have to work with and you know that takes time to really unfold unless you just really really are cool and comfortable with yourself and people around you are embracing you it's a lot harder to just like naturally and normally just be okay with who you are and what you have to offer but just me like then just really like i said caring so much about how i'm perceived and um that obviously can diminish somebody's self-view self-love and um how they just experience things because they're not just in moments they're in moments but overthinking and trying to examine every moment or examine people's reactions or do things like that. And that just, like I said, is just exhausting to do. So definitely issues with that, but just, I've commented on this too before, but just little elementary love drama is so silly and just the little fallouts and the scuffles and uh, he likes you or he said this or yada yada or passing notes or just breaking up and getting together and just the pettiness and you would think it would get better as you get older and to an extent it does but oh my gosh some people be acting crazy for relationships in the sake in the sake of name of love like just going so crazy losing temper so much burning stuff like it's like people we gotta we gotta never lose our like Sense of self and do drastic stuff just because we're upset, like in a moment, or somebody really did something. Like, even though people are grimy, though, it's just we always have to try to like think about what we do. Because at the end of the day, it's like, no, okay, no, it it depends. If it's a moment where something just happens and you really snap because it's like right then at that moment, then okay. But just planning to do something, trying to you know plan revenge or do so and so to talk about so and so, or just I don't know make it seem like something to start drama is just so elementary and it literally happens so much amongst adults still so that all goes back with communication too and just being real and upfront because like if you're real and upfront about stuff and I'm not saying I'm perfect because I totally have not always been real and upfront I've had failed relationships because I have not been real and upfront and I haven't been honest with myself and with the person I was with so I'm not saying I haven't done this but I'm saying because I've done this I know for a fact that this is true, so, (laughs) but yeah, just communication and not being like that and transparent and just real- that doesn't do anything. That leads you on, that leads the person you're with on, that makes you guys have not be on the same page and you can't be in a a successful relationship if you're not on the same page with your significant other. It just cannot work. And um, not saying you have to agree on everything. Not saying you have to see everything eye to eye and you can very much sometimes need your alone space, have your own preferences. But if there isn't something about your interaction that makes you guys click together and you guys don't connect on a certain level and you guys can't really find peace and genuine understanding in one another or with the support of one another, you know, maybe it's not the right thing for you because that's what it should be when you have, like, great communication, when you have a good connection and both of you guys are just, like being honest about your positions in life, where you guys want to go, and honest about what you can give out to someone and what you expect to receive back. And um if you can honestly do that and take the initiative and action to be present in your relationship and show up for not only your partner but especially show up for yourself, it can work out. But like I said, it's hard to do and I've failed at it too, so it's like I just in the future will know and in the future will do things better because like I said, I've gone through some things and have gone through a lot of growing type of situations like where I haven't been the best, but, um, yeah, my stories of personal love have varied from either like me thinking I'm in love, not being in love or really being in love, but not being prepared for what comes with it. And neither place is a good spot to be in. (laughs) And literally, you cannot be in a successful relationship being in between either one. So it's literally just like, it's just crazy. But like I was saying too, you learn so much. Like you really do learn trying, like you don't always need to conform to what somebody else wants. And you can't try to people please. Because even if you have strong feelings... It's a difference between having strong feelings and being in love with somebody or having love and being in love. And then being in love and experiencing what that is like, it takes a lot more than just having those feelings to keep the love going and to keep things good. And it takes you being mature. It takes you being a little bit more selfless. It takes you really working as a team and really being ready to set certain boundaries and commit to certain things and just do things a little bit differently. And it's just, um, I'm not even ready for all that or just the responsibility that comes with that or some of the things that come with just adult relationships and real commitment. I find that sometimes I want the good parts and I wasn't prepared to deal with the negative parts. And I didn't even know how to, and so I wasn't good at it. And so, um... I definitely wasn't as straightforward, definitely wasn't as honest, and definitely wasn't as um, just my best self because of just issues with me and issues with um, communicating and addressing things on my end, so it's a learning experience, but you know, the good parts of your love life and the good parts of the things are really great though, it's like everything isn't all bad, and it's like you have great times, and you experience great things, and even in the bad there's still some good it's just sometimes you just have to literally think about the bigger picture or think about what's best in the long run based on a personal level or just kind of what you see because all you can really do is take your perspective in the situation and make a decision from it so you know it's a learning experience and a learning process but definitely i think it's worth really examining yourself to begin even being able to put yourself in a position to love because if you're not ready to love yourself and deal with your own mess you can't deal with somebody else's and if you do deal with their own I can almost guarantee you're neglecting your own in some way I mean if you if you do deal with um everyone else's too you're not you know adequately giving time to yourself or really fixing yourself because you're helping everybody else so it's just really awesome and needed to give yourself the same energy love and respect that you give other people so yes love <laughs> with that being said though still so much drama like I'm not even gonna single people out or tell just a lot of individual stories but it's just sometimes people don't even like everybody obviously is raised differently and doesn't think the same it has a different perspective on things but some people truly just don't even respect people the same like their whole mentality and many people have talked about this like when you have a mentality like or you have to kind of be in survival mode and you're like kind of have your mindset on a specific thing because Maybe you can't, in your regular life, just focus on love or focus on the good things or being honest or whatever because you have stress. And so even going to school, even being at work or doing regular settings is kind of stressful and anxiety-ridden and awkward for you because you literally have so much other stuff on your plate in your mind, and maybe you are just have a lot on, I don't know. Maybe you just might be a part of certain situations, and you might be more prone to things happening you might be worried that they will or paranoid about something and so because you're in this state of mind and because you might not have adequate resources or you just like i said whatever's going on with you you can just never be able to fully relax and fully be able to be true with yourself and take the time to get to know yourself take the time to know what you like and know what you really want in a person and not just know what's been taught to you but really like find out what works for you and what you really really like and not what you you you're told you should like not what you're told that's how you should act like or what you should do but literally what fits for you and what literally makes you feel at the most peace and content and you know that varies among person to person and I want to always say this if hurting people and being you know unethical, unhonest, and deliberately rude and mean and violent if that is your idea of you know (laughs) being your best self then please do not be your best self. I'm talking about everybody else who doesn't want to harm people and doesn't want to like (laughs) cause harm and cause disarray and calamity in the world and in the lives of people so I'm talking about literally everything else that makes you want to be better and not not do anything negative so um and I'm not saying negative like you're disappointing people can be a good thing doing what's best for you can be a good thing hurting people and doing things like that is never a good thing I think y'all can understand but I just want to clarify But definitely like um, being in that state of defense makes you prone to like block out your nurturing, sensitive, um, thought processing qualities. It makes you just more, you know, rude, quick, violent, short tempered, and just, you know, defensive because you always are in a a setting in a community or an environment where you have to be defensive or you have to be on your guard and that goes with so many different social and cultural things and just you know hidden policies hidden um prejudices or things that racist racisms and um inequality so many things like that um so it really shapes how people can even begin to view the world around them of course but view themselves and that's why it's so disheartening to see so many um Communities being neglected in this country and across the world because what that what people um, take from those situations is that they are not worth it and they are less than than someone else or people with more money or more status or whatever and like it's so it's sad because it's so many things in a system and so many things that have to be undone in our justice system and just period for certain things to even begin to be have radical, legit changes be done, so it's like, so many things, and people don't always know that because they're not educated about certain stuff, and we, I learn about some new things every day, and it's like, just knowing certain things and finding out the real reasonings and the real cause of some of these things, it just makes you feel sad for all the people who get caught up in these systems, and you know, being a black woman in America, I obviously understand and can completely understand and empathize with people being prejudiced, being Unproperly and unwarrantedly thrown in jail for long sentences over minor crimes or not receiving just the humanity and justice that regular people and even people who have, you know, done mass shootings or acted crazy, they've been shown more respect than just people who have done very small and significant things. And even if they've done something wrong, just the way they were dealt with was completely inappropriate. And so we've seen that so many times, and so it's evident that there's a systematic issue. But that doesn't make it any more surprising, and that doesn't make it any more disheartening when people literally fall accustomed to that system and really begin lacking, I mean, um, viewing themselves as less and viewing what they can do as less and further creating the cycle and kind of letting people really win overall who wanted to keep certain people in a certain mindset so they don't evolve, so they don't want to do more for themselves and so they grow complacent and okay with needing help and thinking that they're just at the bottom and that's just how it has to be and it really starts with the mind um journey of self-love self-improvement and self-discovery and just understanding of a lot of things um but yeah i'm gonna finish with that towards the end but another quick little comment about the whole love situation one thing that I truly have taken away from all of my interactions, because towards the more adult side of my, um, interactions, they got a little bit more risque and, you know, more more mature. And so in those mature situations, I've had a lot, a lot, a lot of incidences where I have, um, you know, kind of let myself worth or self-respect um, kind of go to the wayside for the cause and for the Enjoyment of somebody else or even of myself at a moment or two, but I just am not thinking about Things on a wide scale and I'm being naive or just kind of you know Just not taking myself as seriously as I should and not standing up for what I want and letting more so other people You know even have access to me whether that was in a small amount or large amount when I can't They just really didn't deserve to be around me and they didn't respect who I was for real and so um. Plenty of times that's actually happened, and sometimes it got in hand. I mean, in a good, like, I got control of it. Other times it got out of hand, but it's a pattern I realized, and a pattern that goes back to just a lot of things that have have occurred in my life. But I'm realizing that, and I'm honestly changing that, and trying to, you know, know who I am in Christ, know who I am for myself, and know what I want for myself, and know that what I want has to supersede everything else and it has to come first and it has to be greater than what my flesh wants than what distraction comes my way or you know what little minor setback comes so I just pray that as I continue to live and grow I have this mindset I grow and I keep striving to find a new level of myself and become more independent and more self-sustaining and literally more awesome and more equipped to change this world and to encourage other people to tap into their inner most awesomest awesomest beings and just flourish so let's get into the self-love journey because I really believe this journey brings about the most flourishing and I'm just so happy to be on it and I hope you guys can be on it too <laughs> i have found self-care to be obviously something that is necessary but that looks a lot like in different ways and um it really isn't one specific way that i think you can care about yourself best and give yourself the time and energy you need to you know vibrate at your highest frequency be your best have the most efficient use of your you know energy your daily routines. I think that there's a lot of things that go into self-care and everything and I also believe that it heavily has to do on our um, willpower and determination to continue investing in ourselves and making the daily choices to better our lives and you know move out of our comfort zones being better people and reaching outside to just find greater meaning and purpose for ourselves. So um what I've been doing in my self-care journey in the recent, you know, months, days, weeks, anything like that has been just trying to really recognize my relationship with people and kind of how people see me and realize my place that I hold with them. And so I'm not saying like, I don't, I don't expect people to always hold me to the highest standard. I don't expect people to put me above their own personal, you know, um, problems or issues or just whatever they choose but I do expect to be treated with respect and treated with the same you know just at least respect and intensity that I treat other people with and it's like you shouldn't do that and it's probably a good self-care tip to not expect what you give out from people and to just trust in your abilities and just to know what you have to offer and just be confident and literally just giving out and being okay with not always getting, you know, um, the same energy back or the same compliment back or the same effort. Sometimes you just really have to pray, encourage yourself and really move on. And, um, that being said though, those close relationships, I do think deserve more, you know, initiative and more, um, effort and everything because those should be things you treasure, but everybody doesn't think the same and that's perfectly fine. Um, Another self-care thing that I've been realizing is you have to accept people where they are. You can have, I mean, you can want something from somebody. I mean, you can want something for somebody. You can want them to do a certain thing for their lives and to better themselves. But if they're not ready and they don't want to do it, and it's not what they feel as if is their calling or purpose, it's probably not going to work out. And you have to let people decide their own fate. All you can do is give somebody a suggestion, give them the advice that you really think is good and necessary. But some people have to learn their own way. And you have to also accept the fact that people's maturity levels are different. Some people are like mature in age. And they really lack common sense or just thinking about, you know, bigger pictures or they don't realize their faults. but they're so quick to talk about other people. Or some people just have a lot of, um, you know, experience and they're young, but they're very mature and they think on a more broad, you know, scale and just are just more proactive with their actions and with their thought processes so you really have to just be patient with people and not rush people um, on their journeys because it does take time but just for your own good setting boundaries letting people know exactly what you want and you don't want what you what you will take and what you will not take and literally moving according to the energy that you um get back so Obviously, if you keep getting negative energy or you, negative experiences keep happening, maybe it's your mindset and how you're viewing things, but maybe it's your surrounding. Like maybe you should ch- change your surrounding. Maybe you should just disconnect and do your own thing. And I'm never going to say like, just stop talking to people, stop communicating and leave people hanging. But if they're toxic people and they really have hurt you so much and they don't deserve the even the conversation, that's one thing, but always make sure you're not being um, rude or you're pushing people that actually care about you away as you're trying to better yourself because that's just not what you should do. Your support system should be should be strong and you should make sure that, you know, you have some people that you can depend on and that um, you're really working at least trying to mend a few relationships, if not, you know, trying to work on a more wide scale they're connecting with more people so it's really just about individual drive individual goals and trying to push yourself to be your best self for me some things that I have been doing on my um recent self-care journey has been reading devotionals and um I don't read the bible as much because I've grown up in church so I find myself um not really reading it like I said as much as I should but um there have been some plans and devotionals that I have been focusing on that really have gotten me in a good mind space and thinking um, differently. And um, yeah, just trying to be more trusting in God and patient and kind and okay with not knowing all the answers, but knowing that it's going to work out and knowing my worth, knowing who I am, And knowing that if I speak things into existence and I believe them and I work for them, they will come to pass and I have to just trust God. And not only do I have to trust God, but I literally have to like ask him what's up and like, what do you want for me? And just trust my feelings and trust that um, when I'm pursuing and because I'm talking to God and trying to pray and seek this understanding is right for me and is going to be the most successful thing for me. So in a devotional entitled Finding God's Life for My Will by Mike Donnelly, and um, it says of 10th Avenue North, I don't know if that's a musical group or something, I'm assuming, but he really has a way with words and writing, and I'm going to share just a couple of devotionals from um, this segment because I just think they were touching, and they really make you think and make you, at least for me, feel a little bit more comforting. I mean, I'm comforted and um, just optimistic, and that's something everybody could be, you know, we could just use some of that. So here's a little bit of this, and I'm going to read one more, and then leave it up to your interpretation for how you see if it's for you in your life. So I'm just reading some parts of it, just really good parts that um, I think are just awesome. You have to have some fear before you can take courage. Uncertainty precedes faith, and doubt must take hold before we can exude trust. Trust is what grows in our hearts when we give our doubts over to the love of God. I guess you could call the trust the ability to hear God singing Sidney Lauper's The Time After Time Over Your Life. If you fall, I will catch you. I'll be waiting. Time after time. Trust is believing your future is wrapped in the love of God, and if that's the case, then we can trust fall into wherever God leads. I want to hear his melody over me so loud that all the other voices learn their proper harmony to his song. But this takes practice, it takes leaning in every second of every day. Each time we feel he's speaking, and we willingly turn away. His voice grows a little more faint against the volume of our well-composed plans. I want to grow in my ability to hear his voice, and I want you to hear him too. And not just a voice that's always guiding you, but a voice that's always changing you. I'm done with anything less. I think that's just awesome and I just want to you know just knowing who we are in God and knowing who we're called to be and that we have somebody there a source there to guide us and love us and help us through our process and our journeys to love ourselves and find our purpose is something that is important and um that just really made me encouraged so I'm gonna do one final one and um it's powerful as well, but I will just let you guys hear the words and let you figure out how you take it for yourself. The Bible says in 2nd Corinthians 5:17, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, the new has become. I don't know what mistakes you see when you look in the mirror. Maybe you agreed with the mistakes you made, and that's who you've been ever since. Maybe you dreamed of having a principle like mine because yours only told you who you would never be. And this is alluding to the earlier part of um, he, him having a principle, instilling some encouraging things into his um, mind and saying good things to him. Maybe you're hoping this time you'll finally get your act together but whoever you believe is looking back at you. Rest assured, that is who you will act like. Labels are powerful things. Maybe you never learned to look past the labels you were given at 13. Maybe this will be the time you pick yourself up by your bootstraps and make yourself new. Maybe. Well, before you try to do that, I want to remind you what I learned as a middle school menace. Behavior follows the label, not the other way around. And the best part, you are a new creation right now, right where you stand, if you would simply believe it. You don't deserve it. In fact, none of us can deserve it. We only receive it. And when we receive the new name grace gives us, we begin to act like who we were made to be of abject disobedience. My four-year-old groaned, I always do everything wrong. Hearing those words come out of her little mouth sent knives right through me. I knelt down and held her face gently in my hands. No, baby, I have four daughters now, pray for me. Having four girls in the house is great. It just means someone's always crying and it's usually me. And no, I'm not praying for a boy. I found the Lord gives girls to a family that already has a man. Hey, yo. But now that I'm a father, I intensely am aware of how early we begin to believe our labels. Just a few days ago, after several willful displays, I countered firmly, yet tenderly. You made some bad choices today, but that is not who you are you are a child of light, and tomorrow we get a new chance to act like it. Mercy is new every morning. Every morning, she asked, raising her sorrowful eyes to mine. Endless pools of blue impossibility. Every morning, sweet girl. I know because I need it every morning too. We hugged and I cried way more than she did. If I have any job on this earth, it is first and foremost to tell my sweet daughters every day who they get to be. After 42 trips to Randy's office, I believe we all end up becoming who we believe we are. Or maybe I should say, whose we believe we are. If that didn't encourage you, that's perfectly fine. But it encouraged me, and so... I hope you guys can resonate with that and pull something from that. Love yourself and believe in yourself, and wherever you are at in your journey for self love, do what you need to do to fix it. And, um, you know, be respectful of the people that you care about, or that just try to be as respectful as possible, but do what you have to do to make sure that you are growing, you're changing for the better. And that you're becoming more aware. And um, we see too many times in just a lot of different fields and catastrophes and casualties that happen across the world. People just don't think through things. People don't process their actions or their feelings or just things that happen in the environment. And there end up being very detrimental side effects because of that. We only have a life to live and we are not guaranteed extra time. And I just really think that as humans, we can't afford to keep neglecting ourselves and neglecting the things that give us life and that we have, you know, we care about and we need. We have to make sure we're giving ourselves the same attention and love that we give anything. And we have to make sure we're caring for our environment and, you know, those around us so we all can be a little bit more happy and self accepting. And feel loved and feel valued. And I just encourage you all to do whatever that is for you and find whatever that means for you. Good luck on your self love journey, you all. Good luck with the love of all different kinds. And I just wish you nothing but the most abundant amount of love. And I hope that you guys can love yourselves so much that one day you look back at all your problems, all your struggles, and you laugh or you smile. Because you overcame. Have a great day you guys. We will be right back here next week. I hope you are safe. And I hope you are enlightened. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye. No they didn't. You just finished listening to an Ashley Milan Brooks original production. Thank you so much. Bye bye.